You want a little taste of Europe before we get started, Jeremy? <laughs> uh, yeah, what's happening? What's what's new? I don't follow even my own news anymore. <laughs> All right. What, Kieran, explain. Okay, yeah. So um, there was a hostage crisis in like Western Ukraine, like the part of Ukraine that borders Poland, where like most of the insane neo-Nazis are. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only demand that the uh, hostage taker had was that the president of Ukraine in Russia promote the film Earthlings, which is... Oh, a, uh, yes. I did see this. <laughs> a, a 2005 American documentary film about animals being kept as pets, food, and clothing, and whatnot, narrated uh-huh. by Joaquin Phoenix with music by Moby. That's, um, a, that's an all-star lineup. <laughs> that is an all-star lineup. Um, and yeah, uh, fucking... Vladimir, uh, Vladimir Zelensky had to like do a Facebook Live video <laughs> announcement, being like in Russian. Like he demanded that he do it in Russian, not Ukrainian. Uh, <laughs> hey, everyone, go check out the film Earthling. <laughs> he deleted it after after the hostages were released. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the internet has not forgotten. Oh no, it's on Twitter still. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd just I like, like the world to know Moby has very cool vegan tattoos. <laughs> Please release the hostages. <laughs> I am the president of Ukraine. <laughs> I always sign off my messages like that, reminding everyone who I am. Yeah, by the way, president of Ukraine, in case anyone forgot. <laughs> <laughs> because the rest of this is very unpresidential. Um, yeah, so yeah. That, that's, um, that's, that's just one of the things that happened. That's this a week. taste. That's a taste. Yeah. I mean, just as a, as a heads up, throughout the conversation, if there's anything like, uh, Kieran sent me the, 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 the motivation for this uh, podcast. He was like, uh-huh. yeah, they just Googled Black Peter. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they name search Black Peter. <laughs> yeah. and, but you guys mentioned Graham Linehan, Greta Thunberg, Symbols of Ireland, which are all common topics on our podcast. So yeah, any of these, if, if you would just Wait, want to jump s- in. And symbols of Ireland is a common topic I've, on I, our podcast? I wrote that. I think so. <laughs> I think this is whenever I speak. Oh, okay. Kieran, <laughs> the international symbol of <laughs> Ireland Irish is Kieran. I'm on some of the postage. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> how many listeners do you think you would need to get oh, on no. Irish postage stamp? How many listeners would I... Since this is something that has podcast. never happened, uh, there is the real not question a single... Is, how, how do we get... Um, how do we get Jerry Adams on the pound? <laughs> <laughs> on the British pound. I'm just yeah. waiting for I'm just waiting for Kieran to be so like essential to Irish culture that then um, Irish neo Nazis in the United States start getting tattoos with like sayings of yours. Or, like, yeah, <laughs> that's how you know you made it. <laughs> oh, like that guy who keeps getting like oh, I got this tattoo of. Um, I got this tattoo of fucking Was it Blue Lives Matter. Or no, whatever? no, the Blue Lives Matter thing. That's another thing. But like the 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 tattoo of like oh, I got this tattoo of Eamon De Valera. Is like no, that's that's when fucking Snape played Eamon De Valera in a movie. <laughs> that's not a picture of Eamon De Valera. Uh, uh, the best but, is the Blue Lives Matter one though. The, oh yeah, where they tried to Google Translate into Irish "Blue Lives Matter," not realizing that "blue" in the Irish language is the word we use for black people, so they accidentally <laughs> say "black people," "Black Lives Matter." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wonderful! I love it. That's fantastic. It's, yeah, there's this, this Boston guy going around with that written on his leather shirt, wondering why all the Irish tourists were just taking pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, solidarity back from the motherland, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't expect it from this guy. <laughs> this cop-looking well, he, guy. He, he's the guy who owns the, the Starry Plow in Cambridge, you know. There's some there's some good, you know, there's some good there's some good ones in Boston. 
The, the like okay, if the starry plow is the Irish communist symbol though. Yeah. Again, no one knows that. I'm <laughs> no sure one knows I that. guarantee there are multiple Bostonians with starry plow tattoos. And then like 1488 yeah. written underneath. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not necessarily 1488, but just like yeah. But how do you say 1488 in Irish? Oh God, Jesus, Catholic, uh, octanoctic. Like, <laughs> Wait, what octanoctic? Sounds it's also German. German. It's a, yeah, it's all from fucking Latin roots. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's that fucking you know red brown coalition that then everyone keeps talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, the Irish and the Nazis together at last. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, no. A lot of SS officers like. Ireland was like the poor Nazis, Argentina. And then when I found out that like I'm of German heritage in Ireland, I had to do a lot of deep digging to make sure that we weren't like just SS rejects who couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 it's your weekly corner spade. Uh, It's with Kieran cosplaying as Nick, but Nick's over there. Hi. And we also have Rob today. Hey, everybody. Yulia's fighting the good fight um, against Spin the Wheel, the French. And <laughs> with, <laughs> with us today, we have special guest star from Generation Lost Pod and Ball and Out Super. It is Jeremy Hammond. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me on your show. Very excited Fair. to talk about um, uh, uh, Europe. <laughs> Nails it. It's it's this thing. We're 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 here. We're living it. You know, it's a vibe. I guess it is the a kids vibe. call it. Yeah, it's a vibe. Honestly, that's not wrong. Europe is a vibe. If the, if the vibe of Europe wasn't there, they just realized it's an Asian subcontinent, and they yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Europe yeah. is a way of yeah. It's a mindset. But yeah, but as the, the uh, host of a uh, as the host of a movie podcast and an anime podcast, I'm very excited to delve into European politics. <laughs> European politics is very like anime. Don't ask me to explain that. I'll, I'll come up with very uh, half-arsed uh, connections later on. Like I'm writing a thesis for my lit course like 12, 12 minutes before it's due. Um, all right. Uh, so the main topic of today is how the Dutch are fucking hella racist. Like all <laughs> European countries, but in their own specific festive way. Uh, yeah, this is a long time coming, I think, for our listeners. We've had requests for this episode. The... That Svatopit takedown. <laughs> Finally, someone's putting him in his place. Trying to go, yeah. Um, oh god, now I'm picturing the the like YouTube thumbnail for it, and it's like <laughs> it's Svatopit doing like uh, doing like soy face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dutch owned with facts and logic. Yeah. I don't want to get that photo of Elmo close lighting a, a, a wrestler and just put Jeremy Hammond's face over the Elmo. <laughs> I'm going to put your face on top of John Wick and be like Jeremy Hammond about to go beast mode on the Dutch racist. <laughs> oh, wait, Zorta Pete. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm black. Okay, hypothetically speaking, Santa is racist and he has. <laughs> <laughs> right. Before we get into that madness, it is time for our uh, recurring section. Uh, Megarica, where I... Megarica. Megarica. A classic Swedish word for just a mega rich person. Where I found the rich... (laughs) Where I found the richest person in every European country, and I get to tell everyone else in the podcast their net worth, why they're rich, and three pieces of information about them, and they have to guess either who it is or where they're from. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. So, without further ado, net worth, 110.9 billion... US dollars. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Isn't that Damn. the richest person so far? 
That, yeah, that, that, is, that is by far the richest person. I think that's the richest person in yeah. Europe. The, the last one was fucking like, you know, small pickings of like 14 billion or something like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it gets pretty dark when you get into like the small countries. Anyway, why are they rich? Luxury goods, and a classic one on this uh, segment, having a rich dad who died. Mm. Okay. Europeans yeah. love Am I allowed to ask questions? No. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a round robin at the end of guesses and you can do clarifying points. Yes. Okay, okay. Piece of information number one. Mostly got a start as president of his dad's property management company, which he then over the years pivoted into a company that would buy failing companies, strip them for parts, and keep the one good thing they had. He got his start in luxury goods by buying his mom's favorite perfume company. Speaking that's of, sweet. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of family and friends, he has three children, all of whom are fairly senior in his company in some way or another, and have also all worked for McKinsey & Company. He is also the company. Pete Buttigieg. He's, he's, um, <laughs> he is also close personal friends with the current leader of his home country, as well as the last two leaders of his home country. Uh, mm. He was the official witness of one of their weddings. I was going to say a murder, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I that mean, mightn't be on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, but like being witness to a murder is comes up a lot in these mega ricas, like <laughs> <laughs> to notarize that, like, yeah, the the. The three eldest sons of this family all died in skiing accidents. I'm a witness uh, to this, and now <laughs> you, the fourth son, are the heir to the family. I, I still love like Italian old money of just like we all go to the Alps one winter, and suddenly three kids have all just been like killed, and they're out of the will for some <laughs> weird skiing mishap. It's like knives out, but they all die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, piece of information number two. He started two financial papers in his country. The first failed, but the newer of the two is still going. According to former staff of both, he maintains tight editorial control. He routinely rings up and harasses various editors of various papers in his home country. Usually when he is involved in a scandal, such as fraudulently attempting to get Belgian citizenship so he could pay less taxes, or his involvement in the Paradise Papers, he punishes the newspapers who published that story in the first place by pulling all advertising from his company. That's in the paper. Nice. Yeah. Classic move. Direct action. <laughs> fact number three, and the last fact. Okay, so this is why I want to talk about this week. A left-wing newspaper in 2013 bought stock in this Megarica's company with the plan to gain access to the company's general assembly and complain about all the shitty media stuff he does. Okay. In response to this, this Megarica hires a private military contractor called The Shark. <laughs> <laughs> To infiltrate the paper, (laughs) stop the operation, and spy on them in real time. Damn, yours really is like anime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait until I tell you the shark's real name. Well, I was going to ask, does does the shark have to identify themselves as the shark? Like, uh, now the shark will take the floor? Just a concerned shareholder. It's just a man who's just all neck. He can't turn his head. No, no. Well, it's like self-moving, the, he'll die. It's it's literally the the meme of like, why does every white cop look like this? And it's the shark from Finding Nemo, <laughs> but come to life. All right, the shark, quote unquote, was the head of this country's intelligence operations under one of the Megarica's former president friends. Oh, okay. The shark used his connections in the police and military intelligence to interfere with the paper and the editor's expose film slash documentary thing about this Megarica. 
According to another independent left-wing newspaper, this involved providing guns, passports, official government documents, and government lawsuits as tools for this mega-Rika's company to use. Fraudulently, cl fraudulently claiming that the left-wing paper in the Megarika's country was connected to other more radical left-wing movements so the Megarika's bodyguards could have bigger and more powerful guns. Oh, no, my brain is tingling now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm either like wondering if I've had too much caffeine today and my body is just in this like lull of like vibration or if it's because of what you just told me. It's, it's possibly... Both. It could be both. It's probably both, yeah. It could be both. All right, I'm going to, uh, for the sake of our guest overseas, uh, uh, Jeremy, in the Twitter DMs, I'm going to send you a, um, a map of all the countries you can guess. The ones in gray oh, are the ones... The ones that have been picked already? Yeah. The, the ones that are blue have been picked already. The gray ones that can be picked. Okay, good. Because yeah. I have because a map I... of Europe open just for my <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> Yeah, I had to make this after the first couple of ones where everyone in the fucking podcast is like, oh, fuck, uh, fuck, is Israel in Europe? Jesus. <laughs> Okay, so According gray, to UEFA, can... it is. Yeah, right, and Eurovision. Yeah, we're doing we're doing uh, a mix of UEFA and uh, Eurovision. Eurovision rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, um, okay, so my favorites for this are not picked yet. Okay, all right. So, uh, do you have any clarifying questions? Because you did you did have concerns. Yes, about I do. That. So you had mentioned a uh, you had mentioned a wealthy father or wealthy family, mm. I should say. Um, yeah. And additionally, three sons. You said who uh, worked for the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three children, uh, three two children. sons, one daughter. Okay, so my clarifying question is: um, This family um, mm. are they tied to the royalty of the country? And sub question: Are do these children have? Uh, would you describe it as weak chins? <laughs> um, I have not examined the quality of the of these rich boys' chins. That's bullshit. Kieran has his calipers out right now. Um, <laughs> Kieran actually mods the Reddit r slash rate chins. <laughs> Chinrater.com. So he's, he's really putting on an act yeah. right now. Playing dumb. <laughs> uh No, they are not tied to the royal family. And Damn. I do not know the quality of their chins. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else have any other clarifying questions? No, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed by the, the wealth of $110 billion. Mm, $110.9 Fuck off. So my role, I think I've won like one of these. I usually yeah. just shoot from the hip. So <laughs> I got to guess. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the, the guest guess first. So Jerry, okay. what, what's, your, what's your pick? Yeah. Here? So here's, I'll, I'll, I'll map it out for you. I think um, you said that they tried to falsify Belgian citizenship. So I know it's not Belgium. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm going to guess that it's somewhere in the geographic proximity of Belgium, just based on trying to get away with such a caper. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we are talking about Black Peter today, so it does seem like the Netherlands would be the obvious guess, but I'm going to go with Luxembourg. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah, Luxembourg's a country. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. not just like a weird tax shelter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, uh, does Rob go first or do I go first? Because I don't. Oh, really... yeah, you have the most points, so yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob. What's your pick? Yeah, I don't know, France. Okay, you're going is France. It, I'm pretty sure France is, the, the richest person in France is... Either behind Germany or above Germans for the richest. In yeah, Europe. I was going to guess France too because of the uh, and the, the perfume thing, and I can't think of like if it's a major perfume. The dude's and like it's a luxury fashion. goods. I've seen his photo. Before. And <laughs> I'm thinking too because you said it's luxury goods and real estate, mm. and I'm wondering if it's then Louis Vuitton. Okay. Because the Louis Vuitton Don, the one. No, because the, the holding company that then bought it is one of the wealthiest companies in the world. 
uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, uh, LMV, what the fuck is the full thing? Louis Vuitton, uh, whatever. Yeah, there's a, okay. there's, there's a, a holding company that owns them. I think it's that. Because, okay. Yeah. Okay, we're, I'm, lo- I'm locking in your answers now. We've got one Luxembourg, yeah. two Frances. And I have to say, it was a, with a heavy heart that Nick and Rob are correct. It is France. Ah, damn. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Bernard Arnault. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, I've heard of him. The richest person in Europe. Yeah, you're right, it's the LBA. And was technically the richest person in the world for like two weeks just after Jeff Bezos got divorced. Oh, king. Uh, <laughs> he, just, he had, he had... We'll he get had, it he, back, he we'll get it back, baby. <laughs> America yeah. number one. <laughs> yeah, like, it, most of these times when we go into, like, Montenegro or something, it is just, like, the richest person on your street kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Has eight goats. Okay, and... wait, I didn't... Uh, when you mentioned what sealed it was you, the ties to the intelligence services, because yeah, yeah, French yeah. intelligence is, like... They got some muscles to flex. I know they, you know, people are not just like, killing like diplomats from West African nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like they've they've had some history. My guy, there's there are some sharks in uh, <laughs> in French <laughs> Algeria. We can we can leave it at that. They're all sharks, man. Uh, yeah. So this is the Yo, guy. This French Foreign Legion shit crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so explain that part of the story again. Okay, with, no, with I, I'm, I'm going to come back to that because I just okay. want to confirm. Nick, you are right. This is LVMH. LVMH. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Moet Hennessy gets the last yeah. two. Yeah. Louis Vuitton, <laughs> Moet Hennessy. Yeah. Um, the like biggest luxury goods company in the world. No, it's not every rapper's three favorite things. Louis Vuitton, Moet <laughs> Hennessy, yes. Um, I've always, for, rappers always pronounce it Moet, which is how I pronounce it Moet too. I don't, yeah, well, maybe you're right. But no, like, it is Moet, but it's a French it's company, but it's Moet. called Umlaut in it. Uh, I don't whatever. know what's meant to happen. It's meant, so, it's meant so that you separate it from the O. Uh, okay, anyway. So, I also want to say the full name of the shark is Bernard the Shark Squarcini. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, when you so get much re- better. That's so much better. Because when you get real far south in France, things get very Italian very quickly. Yeah, Squarcinis. <laughs> Squarcini. That's like the fake um that's the fake Italian name that I always use is Squeenie Broccolini. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this was like Bernard the Shark Squarcini or Le Squal in French in French. Um was like hired by uh, this fucking rich asshole to like spy on the newspaper Fakir uh, because they tried to like storm his like general assembly one time. And yeah, it's just been. Uh, France is so cool. So good. But like, it's mainly just. It's mainly just odd, like all this is coming out now, and it's all just audio recordings of the shark talking about Trotskyists everywhere. And then like. Request- <laughs> Classic Italian problems, you know? And then like. like- and then just like requesting semi-automatic rifles from the French government and then just getting them and giving them to a bunch of like hired goons for Louis Vuitton. <laughs> okay, but imagine the drip that those Gladio neo-Nazi forces will have. Like, <laughs> not only the grenades, of course, the guns, but like the finest, the oh, finest yeah. fashion. But yeah, there, there's the richest person in Europe. Bernard Arnault. Ar- Ar- Bernard Arnault. It's been a while since I've done French. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All I know is you're just not meant to pronounce most of it. Yeah. So. Just avoid consonants <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah. Trail off at the end of every word. Uh, <laughs> Words right. to live by. 
Yeah. So with that, I think we can get into our main topic. And I, I believe Rob, you'll be taking over from here. All right. Well, I just want to set the stage, for example. Uh, Jeremy, so can you uh, maybe explain how you came across this topic very quickly for us? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, on my podcast, uh, Ball Nut Super, I think it was a, I think it might have been a paywalled episode i don't know but uh i was arguing with my co-host alex about whether the uh talking goat from the movie the witch was called black peter which is how i misremembered his name it turns out it's black philip uh but i I was remembering it as black peter and i said the belgian one (laughs) (laughs) so i was saying yes his name is black peter alex was saying no it most certainly is not but he didn't remember the name so I just Googled Black Peter, and I think about probably half an hour of the episode was us just marveling at this tradition, <laughs> uh, which for those uh, blissfully unaware, and I cannot recommend enough turning off the podcast at this point to just remain unaware, <laughs> uh, Black Peter is in Dutch folklore, uh, Santa's black friend, I guess, <laughs> yeah. is how you Santa, would Santa him. can say the word, all right? Yeah, yeah. Santa's black servant. And it's like, not to get ahead of ourselves, it's like the biggest culture war in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, imagine all the culture wars in the U.S., condense it into one, and it's just like... And I, it's the I, silliest I, thing. Yeah. Oh, it's so... But you have to... Okay, so one thing that I came... <laughs> what, while kind of like... While researching all of this, there's one thing you have to remember about Dutch culture and Dutch politics in general, because like Dutch politics is like a myriad of like 12 different centrist parties all agreeing with the neo-Nazi party because they're scared of losing seats to them. And Mm -hmm. but like the whole culture is just wrapped up in constantly being bombarded with news stories of like in 30 years, your entire country won't exist so yeah, fuck it. Have an art like have an argument about this fucking like weird tradition or whatever. Because what else right. are you gonna do? Yeah, like, they're an entire nation of doomers. Basically, I mean, I, I think that the Netherlands is kind of a microcosm of post-war Western Europe um, social democracy because they're like we have like you can do, you can do drugs like like sex work is legalized. We're tolerant and diverse, but then at the same time they're like, but you know if you ever ever try to take away my precious blackface <laughs> performer. <laughs> this is all I have. I it's up. like, I will, yeah. Like, and my read on it has been that it's a very specific uh, set of people within the Netherlands. Like, it doesn't seem like this is a, a um, like, it is a big culture war, but it doesn't seem like this is a majority-held position that Black Peter is okay. Uh, I regret to inform you that that is a, the, the vast majority <laughs> opinion. <laughs> So Hell it yes! Splits, it splits on like it splits on like people who are like uh, I actively want to change it, but then like if, if you phrase the question as um, let me pull it up, if you phrase the question for example as is Black Peter racist? Um, let me just pull up Wikipedia quickly. Um, so according to a 2013 survey, upward of 90 percent of the Dutch public said Swarte Piet is not a racist character, <laughs> and they don't associate him with slavery, and they are opposed to altering the character's appearance. Um, that's changed a little bit. I got another one here that says in 2018, studies showed that between 80 and 88% of the Dutch public did not perceive Swartepeet as racist. Don't look into um, that number. And <laughs> 41... By the time we get below 50%, it will be the North Sea. Yeah. Like, it won't be a thing anymore. It's like, you know those very sad photos they post of, like, a polar bear on a little, like, one little piece of ice? Yeah. It's just one Swartepeet. It's just one Swartepeet on, the, like, a little ice cube. <laughs> the highest point in the Netherlands, which is, like, four meters off yeah, the ground. It's so song. tiny. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a fucking song playing. You get the commercial, you know, midday when you're sitting at home and it's like, in the eyes of <laughs> an angel. But it, it, it is worth pointing out that, so it also says here between 41 to 54% say they're happy. Uh, oh, no, sorry. That's with the new style. So, no, they, they, they love Svata Pizza. <laughs> there's nothing. They love there's it. nothing to hold on They're to. They're fucking yeah. hogs for it. But us. it's worth pointing out that, like, the, yeah, I, I do think there's a difference between active Svata Pete diehard defenders, who mm. we will get into, and then just, like, the tradition and the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there was... So, what happened after the episode is I, I tweet a ball and out super being like, this was great that you guys discovered that Europe was trash. Uh, because you also talked about Graham Linehan on the episode, who was yes. like... Yeah, he wrote like all my favorite TV shows, and now he's just gone insane via the website Mumsnet, which is like a British mums interest uh, portal forum thing that just turns everyone who goes into it incredibly transphobic. Um, Those mums will drive you crazy. They will, yeah. And it's like all of that just combined, and then I was like, "Oh, you guys discovered." I think I, I think I did the anagram ZP because there's a reason you have to do that when talking about it on the internet. (laughs) Because these people will Google the full things Fata Pete. Yeah, like uh, Graham Linehan. You have to... Yeah, did I fuck it up? Least... Did I say the full name? <laughs> you summoned you, blew our you, cover. Said, you said fucking Voldemort. Jeremy, this is Jesus. your burn notice. You're getting cut out. <laughs> it's too dangerous to the operation. It's this, like, is actually um, your, this is your counseling. Yeah, it's like a, a Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, basically. Bloody Mary into a mirror three times. Um, yeah, so it's worth to peach us. No, just a fucking, I asked for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> no, nah, it's just a sweaty, red faced, net like just Dutch man. Just yeah, <laughs> more potato than parasite yeah. at this point. Yeah, yelling at you in the weirdest English you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> but it's also like grammatically perfect, though, too. Like either very, either very archaic German or very modern English. It's very hard to tell yeah. what Dutch is. <laughs> So I do think this topic checks a lot of boxes for our podcast, though, because it's a hilariously extreme example of European (laughs) culture. Um, And it's a bit of a microcosm for a lot of political culture war, these kind of thing. Mm. Um, The specifics are different, but there's some version of this, even if not as extreme, going on in a lot of places around Europe. And... Uh, lest you feel out of place, Jeremy, um, if it's not clear, Nick and I are American. And part of this mm-hmm. podcast is this American gaze, at least from my perspective, on Europe um, <laughs> and the mixing of the cultures. So you will fit right, right. in. Just, you know, th- well, that's been the as, big as um, video. That's been the big stumbling point for me when talking about uh, ZP online <laughs> is that. Uh, <laughs> Is that there is this sort of weird, I mean, there's the talking point that they seem to like lock into that they all understand it to be, which is that like identity politics is a distinctly American thing. And that by telling us that uh, that our our little blackface boy is actually racist, like you are actually doing American colonialism to us. And that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. bad. And then the other thing that I hear a lot of, and this is like not an unfair critique, which is. Uh, America has plenty to clean up of their own before they critique, but then you're like, but I'm not, I, I'm not a representative of America, you know? <laughs> I am, and I, I mean, I guess I am, but I'm not like. Jeremy, stop doing all the racism. And well, it's like you have to. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like you have to by arguing B, you have to accept A. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like when you say, like, you're right, we do have racism here. I can't really, cri- I can't really criticize you for Black Peter because we uh, have police that murder black people. But then it's like, no. But then I'm accepting that what this is is American colonialism that I'm doing to you. 
Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Unfortunately, the Dutch also have police that murder black people. <laughs> yeah, come back with that yeah, one next time. Like, the, there's a Surely thing it's a much lower rate than ours. Oh, well, yeah, but that's like, I mean, you know, shoot for the stars. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. you miss, you'll end up with the moon or whatever the fuck that phrase is. <laughs> um, the thing that I think is just so interesting about, um, I think, I think, um, ZP is the perfect example of that because most Americans, regardless of like where they are on, you know, where they're from, where they are on the political spectrum, whatever, like view Europe as this like other thing that's so far removed from the United States. It's just like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like, um, you know, they have healthcare, they're less racist than the U.S. is, like all these like weird, actually, like probably like predominantly like New York Times reader. Um, interpretations interpretations of europe that then like you know if the u.s could just be like more like europe and then when they're like hit in the face of the reality they're just like oh like yeah you think that like normal cut and dry american racism is bad it's like fucking like uh, find out about like you know people from the balkans yelling at each other about like a little sliver of land that then just genetically makes you different (laughs) right yeah like it is, it's on a whole, I mean, obviously different historical circumstances, but nonetheless, it's just so like, like Europe is like, I guess the only way like to just describe it is just like, it's just Euro trash. Like it yeah. just is, it is, it is, it's unsexy. It's incredibly racist. Mm-hmm. And um, it's quaint for Americans though, somehow, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like. Uh, an Italian dude, you know, cat calling you in a tracksuit for whatever reason is something that then, you know, maybe a writer of the New York Times thinks is just Italian culture. Sexual Italian culture. Well, there's things that I feel get swept under and there's things that I feel kind of like rise to the top, right? Because the things like the like Italian cat calling is something that you wouldn't see in like a New York Times thing. But like. Uh, things like like prisons closing for lack of business, like that's something you'll hear about, and you'll be like, "Wow, Europe, huh? What a progressive yeah. place! I can't believe it." You know, <laughs> you just don't you don't hear about the like catcalling or 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 Black Peter or anything like yeah. that. You know. All right, so I'm going to get into the topic. Maybe a good way to think about this uh, for both you, Jeremy, and the listener is think of this as we are arming you with a list of uh, arguments to make. If your mentions get swarmed by Tzvatapit defenders, here's like, here's what you can, here's the information you need to know to defend yourself. Yeah, it's oh, like, good. And you this is going to be very valuable to me after yeah, having my name yeah. associated with a podcast about him. Yeah, it's Did like... Did you see that they were replying to that thread like a week after A week happened? later, yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. There's the, you know, that's, that's fucking dedication, defending your, your, your Dutch culture. <laughs> All right, so, so first we need to talk about, so number one stepping block, people are like, Wow, you're dumb. Uh, Santa Claus is not the same as Santa Claus, and this is not Christmas. So what this holiday is in the Netherlands is uh, St. Nicholas Day, basically. Mm. And this uh, holiday exists in several countries in Europe. Germany. Um, Germany, yeah. uh, a few other countries. It's on, it's on December 5th in the Netherlands, although most countries it's December 6th. And it's kind of like Christmas, but not Christmas. We did a whole episode on it, so we can't get into all the details here. But basically, uh, the background is that um, Saint, you know, every day has a saint, 
So on December right. 6th the, is St. Nicholas. That is the, the saint for that day in the calendar. And he's the patron right. saint of children and some other stuff. Sauce. And so, yeah, somehow... St. <laughs> Nicholas patron with Patron saint of sex workers as well. Yeah, it was... Huh? Patron saint of sex workers as well. Oh. Yeah, nice. mm, don't look into it. We replaced Father Pete with a far less offensive title. No, it's name. because there's Jeffrey a story Epstein. of him... <laughs> no, it's because there's a story of him, of him, of him helping, a, helping a sex worker out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, is, that you know, is right. lived in Turkey, aka Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's from yeah. Turkey, uh-huh. this saint. Yeah, no, um, he's, he's 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 Greek. <laughs> but <laughs> into that. and so this was a more Catholic tradition because they're like every day, like yeah, why not? Let's have some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's have yeah, some celebrations. Catholics love day. saints. Yeah, so that was a big thing. Um, Christmas came about. I don't remember the exact connection, but Christmas, like I know Martin Luther was like, we're not doing Saint Nicholas Day, only celebrating Christmas. Mm. Um, that was the more Protestant stuff, but Saint. Nick, St. Nicholas Day came, has, has survived into the present as a pretty big day. Um, at least in Germany, kids put clean their shoes and leave their shoes outside, and then candy appears. Or right. candy, right? Yeah. Or chocolates. Yeah. Um, and in the Netherlands, it's, it's more of a bigger deal. I think people give presents and stuff, too. Hmm. And there's a figure, the figure of St. Nick isn't exactly the same as Santa Claus. There's different representations of this you know, saint figure. Yeah. But the Dutch representation was the basis for the American Santa Claus. So it kind of looks like Santa Claus and it is the... Yeah, um, before Coca-Cola turned him red and... Yeah, yeah. that, that is yeah. who Santa is based off of. But and when so are to we be, like, are we doing... Uh, people Saint, come at you. Uh, sorry, so we're doing St. Nicholas Day um, in addition to Christmas or... or uh, we're doing Christmas in July, baby. Usually both because yeah. it's like, why not? But Christmas is in a lot of places like an importation. Like, okay, we'll do that too. Oh, and yeah, Saint, the, the, Saint Nick is Saint Nicholas Day is the bigger day. I was saying off mic, but like they've been for the last twenty years, they've been trying to introduce Christmas to like Christmas as we know it. Like December twenty fifth, you get presents from Santa Claus. They've been trying to introduce that to Spain for like the last twenty years, and it just won't catch on huh. for the life of the kids. Just do not give a fuck about it. <laughs> They're just. No, they're just like St. King's Day. There's three guys who come and give me presents. Why would I want presents from one guy when I can get presents from three guys? Damn right. Yeah. That's fucking smart. All right. Here's where we get into it. So, figure of St. Nick, St. Nicholas Day, celebrated in several countries. In medieval iconography, St. Nicholas is sometimes presented as taming a chained demon who may or may not be black. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Now I want the class to put down their copy of, of uh, Black Skin uh, uh, White Masks by Franz Fanon. And <laughs> However, no hint of a companion, demon, servant, or any other human or human-like fixed companion to the saint is found in visual and textual sources from the Netherlands from the 16th until the 19th century. Okay, right. so that's important. So for a long time in the Netherlands, there's just a Saint Nick dude. There are older associations that he, like, yeah, tames a demon or something, but that is not present for a long time in the Netherlands. According to a longstanding theory first proposed by Karl Meisen, Zwartepiet and his equivalents in Germanic Europe were originally presented as one or more enslaved demons forced to assist their captor. These chained and fire-scorched demons may have been redeveloped as black-skinned humans during the early 19th century in the Netherlands in the likeness of Moors who work as servants for St. Nicholas. So, 
Number one, they, the Tvatavi defenders love saying that their tradition is older than your cu- fucking country, man. And where do you get off of? Yeah. No, it was literally invented <laughs> in the early 19th century when Europe is like colonizing the whole world. It's yeah. like, remember that demon? What if we brought that back, but it was a black person now? <laughs> and, and we told this to all our children. Yeah, we need so, to contextualize this for the modern world. Yeah, <laughs> if it's a updated. slave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the gritty reboots yeah. we did. So this is important because I mentioned the St. Nick and St. Nicholas Day in several other uh, European countries. And there is a servant sidekick figure to St. Nick in several countries. Um, and it is kind of like a servant. Sometimes it's, a, it's like mean or it'll punish the children. Or sometimes it's like the nice one. Right and crucially, so Santa's the mean one in some. I I don't know, dude. Oh, All right, we we got to keep it moving. All Listen right. to our old Christmas episode. <laughs> crucially, sometimes this person is presented in blackface. Uh, in Switzerland, for example, it's called schmutzli, which means like little dirty one. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> ah, the Swiss. Uh, is there like a? Friend? Do they have like a Yiddish connection there? Is there um? Are there yeah. a lot of Jews in the, in Switzerland? No, schmutz no. is also the German word for for dirty. Yeah, 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 and I guess yeah, Yiddish is yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a yeah. is just a spinoff of German. Like yeah. okay. that's how I all the German I learned was from just watching American TV set in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, when I got to Germany and they pointed at like a broken ticket machine and they said it, ah, it's, uh, das ist kaputt and I'm like kaputt! Oh my god, <laughs> that's a real word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a real word. I thought it was just I always assumed half of Yiddish nonsense. is just like we make it up and then everyone's like, yeah, it's a Yiddish word. <laughs> Okay, but crucially here, like the German character is Knesch Kuprecht. There's a French one I'm not going to try to pronounce. Sometimes in blackface. But the French one is just a series of Algerian slurs. (laughs) (laughs) But crucially, only in the Netherlands has this for some reason been like, no, always blackface, all the time. If you ever try to, like, it has always been this way. And if you so much as suggest that Svatopit isn't in blackface, you are hurting you're ruining the childhood of every single Dutch child. Yeah. So I, I okay. So there, there's one like one little addition I want to put onto this because I've had this discussion many a time of which European country is the most racist. A pissing mm. contest, if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, but like, I always heard like, oh, hey, the, the Netherlands they have Schwarte Piet, so clearly they're the most racist. And then people would just be like, well, Belgium also has Schwarte Piet, and then they then they did the Belgian Congo. So uh. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's continue and just. Blackface in general in Europe, it's a thing. This little Sambo figures, like in any, like a, a restaurant in Germany, if they're like, oh, we're going to have like, there's literally a restaurant in a mall next to where I used to live called like Louisiana Kitchen or something. And they just had like five different blackface little statues. Oh, oh, like oh, it's oh, an oh. excuse to just go <laughs> yeah. wild. Like, there was... for an American themed restaurant. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you should see yeah. what we think of you over here. <laughs> yeah. There was I do a, appreciate th- that that's like what. <laughs> That's what we've exported as like the image of like yeah this is American <laughs> entertainment of course. <laughs> there was a that thing of a bunch of German Instagram influencers like quote unquote in solidarity oh, for yeah. George Floyd oh. doing blackface. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a thing. Oh, yeah. it would just come up in my TikTok feed. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and then it was yeah that was a bunch of Americans like finding out about that and being but yeah it's 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 a a topic that then. Yeah, like Germans the, are very, or just Europeans in general, just are like the, very confused about the like. Oh, I I can't dress up like this. The like, huge like laundry list of like baked goods that are all just various slurs. Oh yeah, 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 um, right. 
Yeah, there's also just like the big fight in Germany of just there is a main street that is German N-word street in Berlin and everyone's like, please, <laughs> please change this. <laughs> please, just for the love of God. And it's also... But think of the children, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like... But it's all, isn't that also the street where the like um, carving up of Africa happened in like the 1800s? That's where like the... the oh, the councilor, the, the whatever it was. The, the Berlin, yeah, you gotta Berlin. imagine there's a reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're just like... This is where it happened, and we've called it like N-word Street. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's 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 to remember, Kieran, all right? <laughs> so again, all this background isn't a we're not picking on the Netherlands. There's a lot of blackface and racism in Europe. It's e- this specific tradition is even in several other countries. Yeah. But no one matches the Netherlands when it comes to how all out they go for St. Nicholas Day and for Svatopit. We're talking uh Svatopit face on packaging, on shows, in parades, videos, performances, songs. Like, you know, we have Christmas songs. It's just like someone head-to-toe in blackface at Svatopit singing some song that's on the radio right. in the Netherlands. Like, and schools is a big thing because schools why will would, have, like, celebrations. Why would you and, get like, up in blackface for a radio performance? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to do it to get into... It's method acting. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like... Um, uh, Ollie was telling me the other day that he like files his nails to points to play Dracula because like he just read in the book that like Dracula has you know pointy fingernails. I'm like, but you're on stage, like nobody can see your fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just get acrylic nails then. It's not. Never the same. mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not the same. You know. This you is, oh, this, now, this now is, you're gonna say that you can just have Sudi Pete's, huh? That's not the same. <laughs> we'll get to the. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I don't know if we have anything else to add about the scope, like, to give context of how big this is in the Netherlands. Um, I mean, the only thing that came out recently was when, like, the George Floyd protests started happening in the States, like, the, the, the mini-insurrection that happened over there. Like, the Dutch response was to create the website Schwata Pete Lives Matter. And I'm like, oh, no. There you go. Ugh. Classic comeback. Yeah, classic. So the last thing I want to say is that the modern version of this myth, again... They act like this is ancient tradition. Was invented in 1852 mm. by a Dutch school teacher, yeah. and that's when like the specifics of like Sinterklaas comes from Spain and comes on a steamship to the Netherlands with Zwarte Piet. This, um, yeah, just Moorish. I don't know what the character is supposed to be, but they're always in blackface. Yeah, um, it, it changes, doesn't it? Because like sometimes there's some stories where it is it is a white person. Yeah, and it's very flexible. A, they fall down a chimney. Yeah, they're yeah. like, but they're like, yeah, they fell down a chimney, but it's stuck on them forever. Like <laughs> yeah, and it also exactly. gives them big red lips for some reason. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to say that part. Yeah, they're like, ah, uh, yeah. So and hair. a lot of times it's thought to Pete, uh, yeah, character will have bright lips, curly hair, yeah. just all sorts of kind of gaudy. Everything associated with minstrelsy and yes. the like, history of minstrel performances uh, in the U.S. and around the world. Um, so that's all I want to say about the history. Uh, should we do a little political Dutch politics um, uh, yeah. side quest here? The fucking, okay, yeah. <laughs> Collect some, some, some tokens if I was so going like, on Dutch okay. politics. I think, it's, I think it's worth pointing out that I really hate Dutch politics. I, I <laughs> Why? Call, it sounds like such a great place. I t- I'm sorry. I, <laughs> When I first got into it, like there's people being like, "Oh, Kieran, you can like weirdly recall things from like Serbian elections that happened like eight years ago." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, my brain is broken." But I get into Dutch politics as like all these parties look like garbage, and it was recently proven that even all the left wing ones like voted against like rent relief uh, during Corona time. So yeah, they're all garbage. But we do have like the main defenders of Schwarze Piet are two two parties. 
Uh, one is Party for Freedom, PVV. I mean, it says it right in the name. Right freedom, the name. freedom yeah. to do blackface. Yeah, Freedom Party. <laughs> that's uh, the only freedom that's uh, <laughs> the only freedom that, that exists. Um, yeah, which is run by Geert Wilders, a guy mm. who looks like a Bond villain. Oh yeah. Um, he dyes his hair blonde to hide his Indonesian heritage, which is a very particular move, I guess. Um, what would it, what? Yeah, because it would yeah, be yeah. like black hair. Yeah, and he would look more Indonesian, yeah. apparently. So for those who don't know, because this is going to come up later with yeah. like the specific colonial relationship in the Netherlands. The Netherlands had Indonesian colonies like East Indies, quote-unquote, and West Indies. Yeah, And the West Indies are, I think a lot of the characterizations of Tzvatapit are associated with like black like enslaved people who yeah. are in the West Indies colonies. And that that's maybe... There's one writer, um, I'm going to find her name after... Um, Wacker was her name, is that like the Indonesia serves as kind of like a screen memory for like some post post-colonial Dutch, like a processing of colonialism. So like they can't quite reach the like hmm, all the atrocities committed in the West Indies and mm. slavery. Um, we're still going to do blackface. We're not going to deal with that now. But like, wow, we really messed up in Indonesia. Like that yeah. was, I'm going to do penance for that. Like it's just a little bit of uh, penance you can accept, you know, to do better. It's but you, you can't you can't get everything. Like yeah. it's it's by definition it starts uh, uh, constrained. It, 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 it's the kind of colonial atrocity past that they are willing to pay like lip service to acknowledge, basically. Yeah. And yeah. and there were a lot of Dutch settlers in Indonesia, and like I said earlier, the Netherlands does pride itself, especially the main cities, on being quite a diverse. Mm. Um, and yeah, there there are a lot of uh, Dutch settlers and uh, mixed race Dutch and Indonesian people who have who are now back in the Netherlands. Yeah. So, like, yeah, and I, I think actually the Indonesian heritage thing will illustrate, like, these two differences between these two right-wing parties in the Netherlands because PVV is headed up by this guy who basically just outright denies his Indonesian heritage, even though it's been, like, written about... It's not, it doesn't go, that, like, back that far. Yeah, they have, also, before we move on from Geert Wilders, his Twitter was hacked in the great <laughs> Twitter hack of... What, was that last week, two weeks uh, ago? Well, all the check yeah. accounts got hacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they made this... Well, actually, we were discussing before. We don't know if this was his profile picture already, but, mm. like, a quite offensive, like... Black, again, like blackface drawing yeah, yeah, was yeah. his profile photo and all the tweets were just like, should I leak the DMs? But then nothing <laughs> came of that, right? I don't uh, think so. I have to check back in with the Dutch people that I talked to. But like, yeah, they changed his like cover image to a Moroccan flag. Uh, and he kept, oh, he was also sharing a lot of like when it was hacked, he just kept retweeting a lot of like Palestinian solidarity stuff. Because that's, <laughs> that's the stuff that he would not share himself. Yeah, he's very, he's, he, he's, uh, just to give a little taste of Geert Wilders. Um, he's compared the Quran to Mein Kampf. He, he and had, his campaign to have the book banned in the Netherlands. He had a Mohammed drawing competition once. I mean, that's uh, that's classic. <laughs> that's European culture. Yeah, you White just want to you want to associate yourself in every possible way with people like that. You know, when you're yeah. trying to prove you know your little your little tradition isn't racist, that's definitely <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's who sure. you are. <laughs> Did, do well, you, by by uh, by popular vote, this is the second biggest party in the Netherlands. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah should have maybe yeah. yeah Just yeah. for context. Just for context. Yeah, so I, that's what I was trying to figure out is is this like a fringe, like smaller party? Yeah. No, this is like challenging well, for like the I guess what the they have like a prime minister, I imagine. Yeah, they like the they're kind of headed the up by king. like a centrist, center right kind of pragmatic person who just keeps adopting the like far right's policies kind yeah. of thing. Uh-huh. So 
The thing I find so funny with Givens as well is that wasn't he also one of the people in the Steve Bannon documentary that just like wanted nothing to do with Steve Bannon? Yeah. Yeah, well, Geert Wilders has kind of a his. He's almost like, um, because he's a bit older, like he he had his rise before the recent Le Pen and Salvini surge, and a lot of them like. there's someone else I was thinking he of. He predicts Trump quite a bit, and he's very Trump-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but like, that was the thing of that. Then it was almost like, "Yo, this is my stuff. You're all stepping on my scene." All yeah, you yeah, do no. All but starts. that's the thing. Is I'm the racist. Right this was already like incredibly um, established within the European far right. That then, when Steve Bannon was like, "I'm making, you know, make, making the fucking Justice League of racism," yeah. and like no one wanted to join him except for um, uh, what's his name from the UK? Yeah, um, uh, Farage. Yeah, Nigel Farage was the only one who was like, oh, well, Steve But he was, like, he was oh. out of politics at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it was just like European racism was like European far-right racist parties were like already like, you know, Steve Bannon coming here was just like, like did nothing for them. They all just like, they shunned him. They sent like, you know, uh, uh, like interns to go and meet with him and shit <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, but Garrett Villers is definitely like a, a celebrity amongst the far-right to say the yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, he, he's he's had his like toes stepped on a little bit by this other party called Forum for Democracy, uh, which is headed up by a guy called Thierry Baudet. And, and the interesting contrast of him is Thierry Baudet also has Indonesian heritage, but he uses that as an excuse of how he isn't racist while saying that Europe should be like 99% white. What? What is yeah. with all these <laughs> Indonesian guys? <laughs> Remember how he said that that actually Europe is Asia? Well, Well, uh, (laughs) again, Europe, it's very simple. Just read the New York Times. Don't, you don't have to get into all this stuff. You can still back out now. Why are are they all Indonesian guys? What the fuck? I don't, yeah, but it's like, so I guess they uh, want to. They want to give me a fucking hard time for trying to export American racist uh, <laughs> like Idpol onto them, and they're letting their whole country's far right be dictated by Indonesian people. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. not even that. Like Thierry Baudet, the other side of his family is like Wallonian. He's like a French Belgian. Uh, so it, 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 it's That's just disgusting. Yeah, no, the, the the Dutch hate these people. They think they're subhuman scum. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> But he's like, to put it into the American context of what Formed for Democracy is, it's if the Jordan Peterson grift was turned into a political party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're yeah. fucking smart, all right? Yeah. They can fucking debate. It's like... Yeah, of course. Looking at any pictures of, like, young Formed for Democracy, uh, JFED, is like... It is just a screenshot of what you imagine in your head of, like, briefcase kids. Of just, right, like, the yes. kind Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of briefcase kids in the Netherlands. Yes. (laughs) That's the problem. Again, It's a country of briefcase kids, as I've come to understand it. (laughs) Well, just look at the reactions of Svata Pete. The number one reaction are are to be pedants about Christmas. They're like, uh, actually, Santa Claus is not the same as Santa Claus. And it shows your ignorance that you would conflate the two. Um, Yeah, and put it into context for everyone. Forum for Democracy, while not like super high in the polls. I mean, they're pretty up there for Dutch politics. Uh, they are the largest party in the Netherlands by membership. So, hooray. Hooray for that. They recently got outed for a bunch of, like, anti-Semitic shit they said in some WhatsApp groups. Um, yeah, like, a lot of Dutch... Like re- I'm not even, like, phased anymore by European anti-Semitism. No, like, no this is just a... It, it seems to exist at a very just like a like almost like a like an undercoat, you know, yeah. like a, like when you prime a wall before you paint it. 
No, no, no. It was invented in the 30s and it wasn't there before and it wasn't there after. Stop asking. <laughs> um, okay, to, to give an example of like, because again, the Dutch Svata Pete defenders will always try to clown on you about like how Dutch humor is so great because they do backface. Mm. Um, yes, of course. Yeah. Here's an example of some good Dutch humor. Uh, Annabel Naninga, uh, an FED representative in the Dutch Senate, uh, repeatedly made anti-Semitic jokes on Twitter in her previous role as politically incorrect shock journalist for Green Steel. Uh, in November 2014, she wrote, quote, just now buying some mine camps. You, can, you can't start your shopping for Christmas presents early enough. Silent night, zig highly night, end quote. That's Dutch humor. Damn. Fucking, Damn. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, you know what? I am rolling on the floor laughing right, right now. Hold on. You ever I'm, notice that Heil sounds like whole? I'm going to. All right, hold on. I'm, kind I'm of. On my, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a H. Oh, uh, because, no, maybe in Dutch it sounds different, though, because. No, this was tweeted in English. Uh, what a fucking idiot. Because, all right, so holy. Holy in German is heilig, uh, which would then like make the solid pun if it was done in German. But this was a Dutch person speaking in English. Oh God damn! But even right, so, on, it's on. too it's too crammed into the into it, the it, stanza. It, it, I, all it's right. bad regardless. It's just stupid. But hold I'm just, on. like I'm trying hold to like on. all right maybe like look look this was this was a hundred and eighty character Twitter. All right, we we, we <laughs> none of us could do well. <laughs> I got to put on my you know. You know how like the op-ed pages of like the New York Times and the Washington Post. So imagine I'm Jeffrey Goldberg or James Bennett or something. I'll be like, "Hey, you know what? I don't care what your views are. If you can write a good joke, you can tweet. You can tweet here. We'll take you in." And you know, she's just making good jokes. That's just good comedy. <laughs> Didn't read the joke beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the like that. That was possibly my favorite part of the Twitter interaction that that led to this podcast episode when when kieran and i were were going at these these zp fellas because the guy was like you you wouldn't understand dutch humor it's way too edgy for you americans like you don't fucking get it and i just kept insisting like just send me send me some dutch comedy i was like send me i am ready to learn i'm ready to be (laughs) floored by dutch comedy i'm sure i'm sure there's a dutch dave Chappelle. send me dutch dave Chappelle. send me your best stand-up yeah, and the guy just kept being like, "You, you couldn't handle it." Yeah, <laughs> Your it's, brain it's, will it's, it's literally, it's literally the the the. My fucking, Canada lives. My my girlfriend lives in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally the uh, like the Dutch Dave Chappelle skit would be like the the KKK episode, but it's just that it's a Dutch dude who joins the SS, which is like not far from the truth at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all, it's just like a, a stand up guy acting out all those. Uh, Tintin comics that existed when Tintin was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, is this crazy? Like, you know, I don't. <laughs> For the 30s only, <laughs> until Belgium is free. It's yeah. the the classic Chappelle show sketch where he's like in the. It's like the recreation of the movie The Matrix, but it's the recreation of like the Triumph of the Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, literally, 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 there is the fucking like like Dutch co- like peak Dutch comedy is drawing a photo of Muhammad. Yeah, like that is exactly like it's like oh we're doing this because it's ironic. By the way, we're also massively Islamophobic. Like yeah. it's, it's always just as a as a. Also, we're like thirty percent of Twitch for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> How could I be Islamophobic? I love drawing a Muslim, a very particular. Muslim. <laughs> 
Well, just to tie Svatopit into this, uh, it's it's very interesting because sometimes a lot of the responses to like the Svatopit again, they're like, oh, you're doing identity politics. Mm. Then a lot of times the next sentence is this like, this is what happens with all these like Muslims taking over our country. They want to get rid of our Svatopit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it like just goes to that immediately. <laughs> so that 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 is basically like geared filled. Sharia law specifically says no Svatopit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that bit. Yeah. Um, so. PVV, like Geert Wilders' party, will go that route. They're the like, it, we were fine with Svartapit until white people and Indonesians came here. By the way, I'm not Indonesian. Don't look into it. Um, but like, yeah, they'll blame that. But the FED, because they're like, Theory Baudet's pseudo-intellectualism, will start talking about like, this word that I introduced to, to Nick a few minutes ago, oikophobia. Uh, which is a word that like fear of fear of oinking oink, oh. no fear of the <laughs> yeah. house or yeah oiko yeah. is like Greek for ha- uh, Greek for household damn read Animal Farm once and you just start talking about oinkophobia <laughs> <laughs> but like this is a word that only Thierry Baudet uses and Thierry Baudet's thesis supervisor invented and it's just like Dutch people hate their own country and that's why they want to get rid of Schwarzerpies Good. Keep it. Yeah. yeah. Use that self hatred. <laughs> yeah. It has not um, been my experience personally <laughs> that Dutch no, people no. hate their country. I simply Smug. cannot express enough how obsessed with their own country they all seem to be. <laughs> yes. I'm really curious because there was that there was that graph of like um, where they asked every European country. Um, do you think that your culture is better than other European? That was cultures? such a wild. And then, like, survey. Um, you know, the general consensus is like, you know, kind of half and half. Yeah. And then Greece just wild at wild and out eighty nine percent. Of course, absolute, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we invented culture. Yeah, literally. And I just like looked at that. And I'm like. One, I'm not surprised. Like, am I mad though? Like, <laughs> no. Why are you doing? I'm right. I don't think I've ever met somebody who's a little bit Greek. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. It's you're either you're you're in or you're or, or, or you're not. Yeah. But yeah, no. I I, I want to go back and look at that and and see what the Netherlands, what the Netherlands is. It was surprisingly low. It was oh, a weird survey. Fuck, they do hate their country. No, though. no. I no. It's it's no because the Dutch answer is like very similar to the Swedish answer, which was be like. Do you think your culture is superior to others? And they'll be like, well, I'm going to answer no. And that's why we're superior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. I want to get into... um, So we we got the political background. We got the historical background. We have a little bit of lay of the land of the right wing Mm -hmm. in the Netherlands, which again, this is... (laughs) A substantial amount of the A substantial amount of the population... In the like affiliated with the right wing party, voting for right wing party, or just you know pro Svatopit. But nevertheless, there have been some attempts to address the issue, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say upfront that this is like decades long work from especially like non white Dutch people, um, Mm, people from like black uh, Dutch people, or any other um, other people of color, yeah, in in the Netherlands who are like. This is like imagine the past twenty years at least being like, can you fucking stop? Like, why this is you, anything why? else? Any other yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, um, and it's finally. I mean, it's like picked up steam again. I mean, we, we read the, the the surveys at the beginning of the episode, but it's gained a little bit of traction, just a tiny bit. I figured out. I figured out how we can end 
Schwarze P, uh, Schwarze P. Yeah. Put a fatwa out against him. <laughs> <laughs> They'll love that. Yeah. All right. But so, I like. But wasn't the wasn't the survey of just like ninety percent of Dutch people think it's fine? And after ten years, we've willed that number out down to a huge victory of eighty eight percent of Dutch people think it's fine. <laughs> this is a huge victory for us. Yeah. Um, oh, tragic. But nevertheless, it has become, like I said, a national conversation um, and this cult, this cultural back and forth. So much so that companies have had to do something. And if there's anything that crosses borders and unites all of us in a common experience, it is a company being like, we are going to address this issue <laughs> and basically doing nothing. Uh, I love all the non-problematic Dutch companies telling me what to do. What, what does Unilever have to say about this? Or the Royal Shell Company? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I wonder how Randstad is, is going to be uh, addressing this going forward. <laughs> we love black and everything black. It is a giant oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to... Um, uh, well, I think we can't go any farther without introducing the either uh, solution to all the problems or the end of Dutch civilization, which is the, the Sudi Pete. Yes. Which well, is, okay, so can I, wait, before we do that, <laughs> yes, though, can I introduce please. the other really funny one they tried? Okay, go on, the, go on, uh, go on. The, the Rainbow Pete. Oh, what? Have you guys seen Pete? Rainbow Pete? I don't know. That's a, that's a very rare Pete. I don't know about <laughs> the Rainbow Pete. So this was, apparently this was, and I, I don't have, like, that much info to back this. I did not do a lot of research. Uh, I just found it funny. Uh, but before, like, Sooty Pete, they tried um, they tried Rainbow Pete, which is just the same exact thing, but with different colors. Oh, this so they, do, they, like, they look like they do Skittles. like red Pete, blue Pete, <laughs> yellow Pete, and it's like it's just like using like you remember Nickelodeon's Doug? It's yeah. like using <laughs> Doug rules. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's Santa and all his best friends, uh. Skeeter, <laughs> honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know Skeeter was a moor. <laughs> so, Jeremy, that, that is a perfect example because one of the go-to solutions is, so the first one I have on my list is in 2015, the, uh, I apologize in advance for all these mispronounced Dutch oh, words. don't, don't, The, don't the B and Korf, the B, B and Korf department store chain opted to replace holiday displays featuring Tzvatapit with a golden-skinned version instead. <laughs> I, again, yes. it, seems like, it seems like Easter eggs or something. Like, guys, you love opening your like Pokemon card booster pack and you get a gold sword of these? Yeah. Yeah, you got the holographic Pete. <laughs> yeah, Shine, I can't remember when I it caught a It doesn't do anything Pete. extra in the game, but it's just cool to have. Yeah, yeah one in 10,000 Pete's you catch in your uh, gold or silver po- Pokemon will be a Shining Pete. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shining Pete. What else do we have here? Um, well, okay. Well, I should go back to the Sudi Pete, which okay. is, um, I think we have to put the photos in the description because people probably don't know what uh, we're talking about. And what it is, is it's like clearly like just some, almost like maybe like a football player who like sweated a bit and like the kind of, uh, yeah, what's the stuff they put under their eyes? It kind of like kind of the eye, black, yeah, the eye black and now it's kind of all around their face. The Rambo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. Th- that's like, okay, now that's the Pete, and that will be enough for the Pete. But like <laughs> the idea is that they've they've revised the story of of 
Zwart to Pete that he's not actually Santa's or sorry, Saint Nick's uh, slave. He's actually Saint Nick's friend who went down the chimney for him, got chimney sit all over him, and that's yeah. why he has big red lips and curly hair. That's what's <laughs> happened to him. So I'm, now they're I'm, like, that, now they're like, can we make this chimney? more apparent? You know, can we make it clearer that this is chimney soot? So it oh, lo- yeah. just looks like. I, I thought this was just going to be like honkball, uh, uh, Pete. <laughs> Honkball is the is the Dutch word for baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's a very funny word. Take me out to the honk. Hey, like baseball's like yeah, baseball's like kind of big in the Netherlands out of like European countries. So yeah. I'm I'm you know I'm putting that like you know. Uh, 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 Santa's helper got a hobby that the American colonialism brought to him. I like that that sometimes they still insist that, okay, um, Zwartapit is just a chimney sweep who got some soot on the face, but they are Spanish or Italian, specifically. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally one of the... A Dutch person would never do that word. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we can't can't help who works in those trades. No, it's just like a Dutch person, superior brain pan, would never fall down a chimney. That's for like a Southern Italian or an Andalusian. Was it the the Netherlands that had that that magazine cover of like like Italian Stalin? Yeah, Italian Stalin. So like... A huge scandal again to rehash for people a couple episodes ago, episodes ago of basically like the Netherlands are holding out for this idea that no, the Netherlands will not pay to recover the other European economies during coronavirus times. Going back to the classic 2008, everyone south of Switzerland is lazy and super hot and just drinks coffee and wine all day and don't do any work, even though all the economies north of Switzerland are just basically giant tax mm-hmm. dodging. Like shit, yeah. Again, and this was absurd in 2008 when the world economy was collapsing, and they're like retreading it now during the coronavirus collapse. Yeah. So yeah. like, as coronavirus is just like exploding across Europe, they're like, nope. <laughs> yep. We uh, nope, no bonds. We cannot spend. We are going you back are to lazy. 1910s racism. All Italians are now no longer white. Uh, I think this is a great move for the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's so the the uh, the. Magazine cover. It had factory working Dutch people. Factory working doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. That country deindustrialized in the fucking I don't know eighteen hundreds, and like a woman in a pencil skirt off to her important office job, and then under of of tax evasion of tax evasion, like claiming every purchase (laughs) IKEA ever made in Europe happened in Amsterdam for tax purposes. Uh, It's an important (laughs) job. The and then the bottom half of the cover is just like um what does look like Stalin in a crushed velvet shirt lying on a beach and, <laughs> and he's just in his his like Instagram influencer girlfriend yeah. just like <laughs> it was literally like a woman on her phone being like damn being on all the social media at the and same YouTube. time and you Yeah, I love getting the coronavirus while the Dutch do all the hard work for us. Uh, <laughs> Please retweet. <laughs> oh God! Well, imagine, imagine what Italian TikTok is like. Oh, we need to find it. Uh, yeah. No, Karen, like, I'm sending you the link so you can send it to Jeremy. It's just, it's that. just like 13 year old boys in tracksuits being racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just big, that's... like it's like a, it's like a fail compilations, but it's all just harassing women on the street. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like none of it looks like to the to the observer none of it looks like it's failed or succeeded but they just then put the word <laughs> for Italian fail over it and it's like literally, a spring sound effect yeah it's literally just that fucking clip from Italian Spider-Man over and over and over again I'm like hey Bella uh, uh, <laughs> che bella melone and then just yeah. like <laughs> get me a macchiato I pronto pronto <laughs> I really like I really like the idea of like right wing Italian TikTok where it's just that special type of racism they do against other types of Italians. Yes, so it's like, hey, I'm from Lombardy. Here's my uh, here's my black friend. But if you're from Nepalese, you're a scum, and I hate you. <laughs> I sent you the link to to show Jeremy about that. Um, so. That little diversion was just to explain um, there are several other complexes going on in Dutch society about uh, the other. Um, but to go to the, <laughs> the, the Sudi Pete's, um, the annual televised parade, I think this was a couple years ago, um, ins- took the step to like um, <laughs> do like half and half. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> J- Jeremy just got the picture. <laughs> what do you think of Italian style? <laughs> and his Instagram is so like their girlfriend. Look at these oh, lazy what a, Southern Europeans. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I want to be them. I don't want to be the idiots at the top. <laughs> no one wants to be the Dutch. <laughs> the poor Dutch. No. So what I love about the, the Sudi Tzvatopit is that even that, first of all, it's a compromise because they're like, okay, it'll just be kind of some smeared, you know, use your imagination. It's like abstract painting. Like, you know, everyone can be happy. But during the like big t- annual televised parade, they did half and half. So like half the piece were the Sudi kind and half were the full blackface kind. And we have to transition. They said, quote, it respected both tradition and change. <laughs> I'm just imagining like just a fucking like red square, like, you know, fucking 1949 like parade in Moscow. And it's just this. Um, the largest <laughs> Dutch food retailer, Albert Hein, announced that they would continue their practice of offering Sinterklaas items, some with Svatopit and some without. They say they regret that uh, some you, you may can. find these images hurtful, though others like them as part of the tradition. So customers <laughs> have a choice. Uh, if you like your racism, you can keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so going back to the half and half stuff, because I also remember when this was happening. One time they did literally half and half on the person. <laughs> so like there was a line directly down the middle of their face of one half was blackface and the other half was just... The normal Dutch You know, hey, 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 hey. In, like, 1963, this would have been, like, a really, like, out there Star Trek episode about, like, you know... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what happened in the in the Dark Knight. Two-Face starts blackface on half his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't be a district attorney anymore. So, go has, has anybody recommended the idea of just making it a regular black guy? like has anybody recommended to them like there are black people in your country just hire them to play Zwarte Pete in these scenarios don't put the big red lips and stuff on him just make it a regular dude it can still be part of the story that he's like Santa's black friend or whatever (laughs) just make it a regular person and stop dressing up like him (laughs) so okay half the fun yeah Um, it's not all the fun for them that that has actually been suggested and uh, there's some interesting like piece of information to go along with that, which is first of all, 
whenever it's suggested, it's not popular for two particular reasons, which is, one, the white Dutch still want to just do their racism, yeah. so they don't really want <laughs> to accept that. Yeah, These are the kind of people who think that like all the black people are taking the jobs, so if you literally get the black people to take the jobs, then it might be a problem. <laughs> my, you know, my dad was working at the Tzvatapit factory, and <laughs> the town hasn't been the same since they shipped all the Tzvatapit factories off to fucking Italy and Andalusia. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the other the other problem with it is a lot of black Dutch people don't want to do it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there, like, that has happened. So there is photos to show that actually Svaterpiet is progressive, which is really funny because it will be a black person. Uh, there's one good one out there going to find it of like a black woman being Svaterpiet. And then right beside a Dutch woman in blackface also being Svartapis in the same parade. Yeah. And right. I, speaking of compromise, I forgot one of the like popular compromise positions is like, okay, we'll get rid of the, yeah, all the other like big lips, hair and stuff, but they still get head to toe blackface. Like that's our compromise. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I don't have an example in front of me, but I remember yeah. reading that multiple times. Like then everyone's happy. Come on. I think that's the, that's them trying to do the whole chimney thing again. Yeah, of just like, yeah. okay, again, we, permanent we, soot on your face. We definitely can't explain and like the lips perfect, and hair thing. fully saturated <laughs> coverage too. Like happens in a it chimney. Was a, it was a dirty <laughs> chimney. Well, you guys <laughs> are the anime people. Doesn't that sound like an anime story? Like you fall down a chimney once and then you're just there is a and there you're was black like, forever. Yeah, you're black forever. <laughs> Similarly, there was. I think that's in Ayasha. Um, <laughs> there is a uh, there is a really bad Chinese. Um, washing detergent ad where this black guy is flirting with this Chinese housewife and she's like oh kind of into it and lures him over but then stuffs him into the washing machine and he comes out as like a Han Chinese guy right. and she's like now we can be together um, <laughs> it's a very disturbing ad but like it's similar yeah um, I do have an example here. Nickelodeon in the Netherlands uh, decided to use a racially mixed group of actors to portray Pete so they had just like a whole Pete gang like some were black, some were. I all, white, I really like I really like that Asian, picture of of different Indonesian. color peats, you know, holding hands around the earth. That is the way. It yeah, be. <laughs> you know, all, all the peats of the world. That was the also for idea. for for folks unaware of such things. Uh, Dutch Nickelodeon is of course is of course called uh, N word Lodeon. <laughs> <laughs> we call it Dutch Nickelodeon for international purposes, but that's not what it was called there. <laughs> Again, it would hurt the children. You're taking away chi- precious childhood <laughs> memories if you want to change the name. Look, this is a long Dutch tradition of whatever we got Dutch Nickelodeon, which I'm presuming was the early 90s. Yeah. It was the 16th century. <laughs> the 16th century. We invented Nickelodeon. Honestly, Dutch Nickelodeon is older than your country, bro. Why? <laughs> we called it Rocco's Ye Old Life here. <laughs> Um, I got two more examples. Um, one is, this is a great one. Uh, so in the Dutch-speaking Belgian region of Flanders, so, mm. you know, we're, we're talking about Flanders, which is Dutch-speaking Belgium. So, you know, maybe like different cool ideas can French come up. speaking Belgium, which keeps voting for Marxists. I yeah. love them. Um, one city has already altered its tradition, switching the roles to make Sinterklaas a black man and Pete his white helper. <laughs> there you go. Oh! So oh. Santa is in blackface. <laughs> they Hamilton very fun. <laughs> They did Hamilton to Sinterklaas. <laughs> he raps now, too. Yeah, Sinterklaas so raps. Funny. How could a bastard chimney sweep? Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Son of a tie. <laughs> 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 
but this might be the best uh, example. Um, Felix de Roy, the director who helped stage um, so the a plan in Amsterdam to change it, has another idea. He recently suggested to the Dutch daily Handelsblatt that Black Pete could be replaced by far less decisive figures of almost equal popularity in Holland and Belgium, the Smurfs. <laughs> yes. So instead yes. of Thought to Pete, just yes. make them all Smurfs. <laughs> They're all Smurfs now. Which honestly would solve the problem. Just make it, they love Smurfs. Just just say, oh yeah, it's Smurfs. Uh, yeah, in the in the Middle Ages, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that Turkish is, saint had Smurfs. I forgot like how powerful European, how just like the most powerful of European energy that the Smurfs are. Yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. European cartoons are the best. Didn't we mention it on a recent podcast? But like in France, there was like a big Smurf convention right yeah. when coronavirus yeah. was breaking out, and they were like. Yeah, we we but the show must go on. And the all Swiss that. Communist Party's logo is the Smurf hat in red. <laughs> Wait, what? I've seen yeah. a million. Um, I've seen so many like uh, German anti-fascist like propaganda pieces that are like Smurfs kicking the shit out of Nazis and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Or it's the kid from the Haribo packets. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, of course. But there's even there's even Smurf Haribo. Yes, there is. Yes, there uh-huh. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. You know, it's 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 your two favorite things of like you know off white and supreme coming together for well, the like, collab. You have to you have to remember <laughs> that Smurfs is like the only European cartoon where like characters wouldn't die and be gone forever, like Game of Thrones, because all other European cartoons was like that. Your character, your favorite character, would just die and then be gone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. What? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, like yeah. Doug, like like Skeeter would like, <laughs> like, like okay, get so cancer Skeeter, or something. Yeah, Skeeter fucking a, gets a like leukemia. Okay, a pan-European cartoon that I grew up with was called The Animals of Farthing Wood, which was about animals trying to find like a place to live. And the whole thing uh-huh. was a metaphor for Jews being smuggled out of Vichy, France. Okay. Yeah. Characters would die and they would be dead forever and they would grow yeah, but up how and they would, would have they, kids. How, how would they die is, is my question. Like, I still cry when the like pheasant characters, where there's hunters going after the pheasant characters, the girl pheasant like breaks her leg and the guy pheasant decides to stay with her and die at the hand of the hunters. What? This is a children's cartoon. I watched it and I loved it. I had a mural of it on my wall as a kid. Oh my God. <laughs> Animals of Farthing Wood. <laughs> Rules. Jesus Christ, just like, hey, Arnold, like, his grandpa <laughs> dies in an accident in the home. Yeah, pretty <laughs> he just much. just sleeps in the kitchen and, like, just breaks his head open on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa forgot his life alert. Yeah. No, well, nobody under- was home. That was the saddest part. <laughs> no, the underlying... Arnold underlying- and Grandma were off at the fucking aquarium saving the, saving the, the giant turtle, turtle, and Grandpa slipped no, on un- some soap. <laughs> The underlying message would be that Arnold's grandpa couldn't afford the lifeline. <laughs> because that whole show was about poverty. No, and then yeah. it starts the fucking it starts the fucking episode with the like the help I fall and I can't get up. Like grandpa's watching that on TV at yeah. the beginning of it. A fucking like uh, uh what are they called? Chekhov's gun just like right there. Mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> let's get like get, let's get our dark Hey Arnold reboot going. <laughs> Harold was, was like kind of a dark show for the U.S. as well, though, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, okay, Grandpa didn't die on the floor. Harold's parents did. Yeah, true. But the, yeah, you his just, parents died. Never... Yeah, how yeah, did yeah. they die? Do we know? Did they ever explain it? It's like an unreliable narrator thing because the whole thing was like, oh, they were spies, and they're like, you're a kid. I, I don't think that's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they died when Hey Arnold went to the went to the uh, the opera with his family. <laughs> <laughs> 
You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? (laughs) (laughs) And then Arnold grows up to be Batman, but everybody knows who he is because of his fucking head shape. (laughs) Uh, No, someone has definitely drawn fucking like Helga as uh, what's her name? Oh, just shut the fuck up, though. (laughs) I I already did it. Anyway. Um, so I want to end our Swat to Pete segment with um, some of the recent examples. Um, you Wait, know, those the, weren't the recent compromises. That was all. The, the, that was a few years ago. Oh damn! Now it seems it's like, like it's, either, it's, it's either gotten worse or better. Well, the main dividing line now is all about. You know, I like the experimentation. I like the Smurfs. I like the the swapping, <laughs> swapping, making Santa do blackface. Yeah. Um, but now it's all about the Sooty Pete's and the Swat to Pete's. Um, and there's also I hate the left dividing itself. There's all the also the natural peats. So you got natural peats, Sudi peats, and Swata peats. Natural peat, I think, is just no. It's just a Dutch no, guy in not, the costume, exactly. not wearing any blackface. And yeah. then there's some kind of smeared, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, black paint. And then there's the full blackface. And so um, I'm reading one article here from last November about how. Uh, the municipality of Deventer announced that at least a third of the peats at the coming arrival event, so the day that fucking Santa arrives at the end of November, mm. have to Not be Sudi Peets. <laughs> Otherwise, as is Dutch tradition, he arrives in a Volkswagen Beetle just like he did in the Middle, middle Ages. So I, I love this because they're saying that the public, uh, you know, parade festival will only be subsidized if at least a third of the peats are Sudi Peets. So you can have up to two-thirds spot to Pete, but no more than that. And they will be checking closely. Why is this sounding more and more like the three-fifths compromise? <laughs> that, yeah. And basically, all of these solutions are the three-fifths compromise. Um, in order to protest this, so, th- so there were the anti Tzvat to Pete, uh, the hashtag 2020 Tzvat to Pete free group was there protesting. And to counter protest, there were 80 people, including 15 Black Pete's, so 15 counter protesters in the full Black Pete Makeup and mm. costume. Mm. Again, it's not Swat to Pete season, but you're going to the counter demo to yell at the anti Swat to Pete people. So you got to dress up as Swat to Pete. Yeah. Of course. To yeah. protest the Sudi Pete. July, baby. Remember, you got to protest the Sudi Pete's as Swat to Pete. Yeah. I guess they're like the, the shock troops of the, the counter protesters. Like they're the, it's so the much elite work. Units. It's so much work <laughs> to do to go to a protest. But imagine how, like, taking the time. I, I mean, all right. I've never put on blackface before. I imagine it takes a long time. Like for yeah. hours, they're, they're getting ready. I've done plenty of it. other types of face painting. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the principle is the same. <laughs> I, just I just sleep better at night. I've so been that, like a witch before and I've greened up, you know? <laughs> like it definitely wasn't a short process. <laughs> what about like, wait, I have a proposal for them. They have to do like Darth Maul face paint. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! They'll just be at home the whole time. They'll never get to protest. Oh god! I wish. I wish we were alive to understand what was happening in the Netherlands in two thousand and one. No, nineteen ninety nine, when Episode One of Star Wars comes out, and then Christmas that year, it is like Darth Maul Pete. <laughs> or everybody is everyone's Jar Jar Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that's all natural Pete that's actually Pete, that, natural. Yeah, Jar Jar is that that wasn't an offensive Jamaican weird Chinese accent thing he was doing no 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 that was just Dutch <laughs> <laughs> but I mean yeah like uh, 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 the the ad campaign for episode one was just everywhere there had to have been in the Netherlands some sort of Darth like, Maul 
corporate corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Mm. Or some, you know, some fucking link up that we don't know about. This is oh, this has to be in some sort of terrible museum somewhere in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in Groningen, which is uh, I think like a student, pretty big student city, uh, mm-hmm. there will be no Zwartepiets at uh, this coming Saint Nicholas Day. Only Sudi Pete's, They say you can still be Sudi. <laughs> Um, so progressive. They will measure. They will like scan your face to see if you've put yeah, on too those, much like, infrared thermometers. They yeah, use, too much uh, black check face. Your temperature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no! It's fucking real. No, Jeremy has just sent us Darth Pete, and <laughs> it is Darth Maul. Where? Oh, it's terrible. I hate, oh, I hate, like- I hate the Netherlands. I fucking hate the Netherlands. Oh, uh, yes. Hang on. No, it gets better. This is the episode, Ars. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're now looking at Joker Pete. That is what needs to be done. The Joker Pete needs to, you know, rise up. <laughs> Joker Pete is definitely the, that's the move. <laughs> the plan is simple. We kill Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want to know who I got this racist? <laughs> <laughs> I fell out of chimney. So I'll I'll leave it here. Um, Rutte, I don't actually know how to say his name. Rutte, Mark, Mark Rutte, Mark Rutte yeah. the prime minister, has said that Black Pete uh, has undergone major changes, and there will be no Zvata Pete's in the near future. Why is the prime minister addressing this? Um, and so he said that many children had told him they felt discriminated against, and he said, "I thought that's the last thing we want during Santa Claus celebrations." But again, like a typical liberal, he's kind of just like. Nothing I can do about it. I guess there's no more spot to pizza anymore. I see what he looks like. For some reason, I'm getting real like Mayor Quimby ass vibes from the fucking prime oh, no, Mark minister. Mark Ritter looks like uh, uh, I don't know, just like the worst. He looks like a Dutch ever had. technocrat. Yeah, it's it's your oh, usual cool. European like. Oh okay. No, yeah, I, was getting, I was getting way like way more fail sunny vibes from him. No, he wears a suit nice enough so you don't notice when he advocates for like genocide. That kind oh, of like cool. uh, <laughs> Oh, this is a classic. In 2014, uh, Rutte revealed that he himself had dressed up as black as black yes, yes, he did. I remember this. Why did I Yes, this, this is my favorite part of the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he Trudeau'd himself. Uh, Mr. Rutte, are there any other uh, cases where you've dressed up as, as taught to Pete? And he's like, maybe one time at a talent show and the next day there's just yeah, dozens of <laughs> Well, didn't he say like, is this the same one who said like, uh, like if anything, you know, uh, like it's better when black people are resort to pee because then they don't have to black up like I do. <laughs> yes, he did say that. It's, he said it was like a lot less work. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they love being black, Pete. They don't have to black up like I do. Again, like very specifically saying, I do it almost every year. <laughs> yeah, but it's also just like him doing it like midway through, like, I hate this. I hate this. But I must. I simply must. What a pain. Must. I must do it for the kids. <laughs> he looks like the Joker in the like uh, in the like green room backstage before he goes on the, you know, on the on the the talk show. He's yeah, like, put on a happy face. You're doing this. Yeah. For the <laughs> Zora to Pete going down the Joker stairs. <laughs> <laughs> With like some bullshit like Dutch Eurovision song playing behind it. <laughs> Although they always said country music. I hate them in the Eurovision. Oh, oh yeah, they do do that. Yeah, oh, no, the God. Netherlands is terrible. They're the yeah. only country in Europe that's like really into American country music. There are there are a lot of connections, I feel like, between the Dutch, Dutch culture and Anglo yeah. Uh, slash American culture, mm-hmm. but that is a topic for another podcast. I think that um, that's everything I have to say. Yeah, 
Um, I do want to say we've laughed a lot about it, but nothing but support and solidarity for all the anti Svatopit groups. Yeah. Yes, um, of course. I have a, I have a, cu- I have a few here. Kick out Svatopit. Svatopit neat. That means no. Hashtag 2020 Svatopit free, uh, but in Dutch. Svatopit is racist, but to the point. I agree. Um, and I'm sure there's more. Uh, if you're listening and Fuck want to send us more, all my homies hate Svatopit. Yeah, we will update them in the in the description. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've joked a lot about Rainbow Pete and Sooty Pete and all that, but those are a thousand times cooler than regular Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I I'm not here to litigate people's journey. Like, if it's got to be Rainbow Pete's. You know, no, it's Joker Pete. <laughs> That's it. Joker Pete must be. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking. There, there is no compromise on yeah. this. It's Joker Pete, or you can't have your dumb tradition. It's Joker anymore. Pete, or you're just accepting the entire country. You are all babies. You're a society of babies with big yeah, fat diapers but... saying "goo goo gaga." The most important thing to me is our fucking Christmas celebration, yeah. a racist Christmas celebration, and you can't change it, or else I'm gonna cry and poop my diaper. <laughs> the oh, dot. Wow, like a lot I, of. Uh... There's a lot of jokers. Uh, Joker Pete. <laughs> yeah, of course there fucking is. Part two on the Patreon will be all Joker Pete. Because uh, he's yeah, most of the, the way there half. is the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, anyone who can, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Jeremy is in in New York in front of the like Minority Report computer just like getting up all the images <laughs> of Joker Pete with his power glove on. But I think that, I think Joker Pete's perfect because the Dutch to me give off a vibe of like if you were to ever meet a Dutch person like a normal one not like you know our friends what what (laughs) what (laughs) no it's just like the thing of just like just like the only bit of like American culture that then that's pretty much like consumed is like you know the real big things you know like Mm. you got the Christopher Nolan Batman movies you got you know whatever this and that and that and the Dutch would totally be a group of people who like fucking like bought the. Oh no! Try to beat Washington Redskins. Crossover. No, that's Cleveland Indians. No, uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Indians. Indians. That's right. Chief Cleveland Wahoo, Indians. baby. Yeah, that's Chief Wahoo. Oh, God yeah. damn it! Yeah, but yeah again, the, the, the U.S. where we don't have these problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Chief Wahoo is definitely not a uh, you know uh, 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 the MLB's version of Try to beat. But no, like like the Dutch definitely seem like collectively like the group of people who would like who would who would buy the most t-shirts that say like why so serious and stuff like that Uh, i don't know why they give that vibe off to me but they do and i think that then joker pete would fulfill that need in their life and then like yeah you know yeah yeah i like joker pete i like i like rewriting the medieval story of how like the netherlands actually invented the joker and then there would be a long protracted uh, (laughs) between dc and warner brothers versus like country of the netherlands the The kingdom of the netherlands sorry god they were a republic once for one cool minute but (laughs) i have another uh, i have another solution um yeah, so just rather give, than just, just give the Dutch chief <laughs> yeah, give the Dutch chief <laughs> um, No, I was gonna say uh, we uh, we keep everything exactly the same, uh, but take off the costume, so you have to <laughs> you have to black up your entire body. <laughs> Show but the then, work you put in, like the Blue Man Group. Oh, or something. Yeah, Wait, yeah. I you have to of... really earn it. You have to earn it by going yeah. all the way, tip of the penis, like all yeah, the way down. Yeah. Hell but yeah. I was also going to say you have to paint a uh, a white spider on your chest because now the story is <laughs> that uh, Sinterklaas <laughs> was infected by the symbiote, <laughs> and what you're looking Venom at is Pete. Venom Pete. <laughs> yes, 
Yes. I was thinking. And it's just a parade at like three o'clock in the afternoon down like some fucking know nothing town in the Netherlands yeah. that's going to be flooded in a couple of years, blaring that one Eminem song <laughs> from, <laughs> from the Venom. Peter, Kira, Peter, you have to take you have to take over Groninga, Peter. <laughs> Uh, I'm also okay. You know how like whatever the losing team of the Super Bowl or whatever their T-shirts just get like shipped halfway across the earth, mm-hmm. and then they're just like donated or whatever. Um, and then like four years later, there's like one African kid wearing yeah, yeah, yeah wearing yeah. like you know the 2019 I don't know fucking NFL yeah, Super yeah, yeah. Duper or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. know who was in the Super yeah. Bowl last year. The Patriots, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. sure, whatever. It was the Chiefs. It was the Chiefs and the four, was it 49ers? This is not important. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm imagining, though, that then, like, <clears throat> all right, so the Cleveland Indians are having, like, there's pot- they're potentially changing their name. Like, it's up on the table that then, okay, they, they got rid of Chief Wahoo on their hats and on their jerseys, like, the last few years, but then they're just going to ship all of those to the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'll be so suited when, like, the entire Dutch-speaking population is, like, displaced thanks to uh, global warming and sea level rises. And it's just, like, a video comes on on American TV. It's like, for $1 a month, you can sponsor this poor Dutch it's just, a bunch of, it's just a bunch. It's an entire country just decked out in just Indians' jerseys. <laughs> We've had this joke for a long time, me and Katie, about like woke brand stuff like that, um, <laughs> where like the way to get around it would be uh, to to have uh, Chief Wahoo like publicly adopt they them pronouns, <laughs> <laughs> and that would be like the Cleveland Indians' <laughs> way of being like, no, we're it's okay, we can keep Chief Wahoo. <laughs> oh God, this weirdly reminds me of like. In the seventies, the Atlanta Braves had a uh, had a mascot that was so racist they only kept him for a very short amount of time. His name was Chief Nakahoma. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. And the thing that was very weird about it is that they got an actual like indigenous person to play Chief Nakahoma. Yeah, um, yeah. So that def- that, that that was like the seventies version of this. Like we can do racism, but like, yeah. what? And about there was something with American. Them- there was like a college team in Florida, right? Uh, the Seminoles, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they are named after the Seminole tribe. And then they had some sort of like offensive character, similar to like Chief Nakahoma, something like that, where it was like a pun. And then like the Seminole population were like, you can't uh, keep doing this. And they were like, yeah, we're sorry. That was stupid. Uh, what should we do? And they were like, just keep the name. It's fine. And apparently they have like a great relationship with the tribe and they like, they're like deeply involved in the business ag- aspect of it or whatever. I don't know. Huh. I read like ha- I half read an article about it once. <laughs> <laughs> I skimmed it. <laughs> now, now, see, I'm from Boston and support Boston sports teams, and all of our mascots are based on offensive caricatures of Irish people. Mm, that's, all nice. that's, that's, that's all the way leprechauns. you got to do it, though. <laughs> I mean, no, Arizona, I like everything's just named after like it's hot and <laughs> animals that could potentially yeah, kill you. <laughs> the like, fucking and, uh, like the Coca Pellies or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, a mystical being, <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Oh, that, that plays really... a weird sex flute. Hell yeah, it does. Mm. I come from a normal <laughs> European country where we name our team after where they're from and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no noun. It is just, it's the Clonmel team. They're from Clonmel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I think with that, I think, uh, I think it's time for uh, to thank our guest, uh, Jeremy Hammond. Do you have any plugs there, Jeremy? 
Yeah, uh, you know, check out my podcast, uh, Ball and Nut Super, Generation Loss. If you like anime or you like movies, you might like them. And if you, uh, I don't know, whatever, plug this. Uh, if you like City Skylines, check me out on YouTube. I'm Jeremy Thunder. Ooh. I make City Skylines stuff. Nice. Um, there's definitely like a mod made so you can have like a Shvata Pete pro- like parade through your. I know. Like- well, that's like one of the weirdest things about this is that like the project that I'm working on right now is a Dutch city. So I'm like very <laughs> steeped in reading about the Netherlands. And so like one of the weirdest things is that this came up and I was like, oh, how did that never come up in any of the other shit I've read? <laughs> yeah. they don't sure really, feels they don't like they're trying the to hide this from the world. <laughs> All right, and with that, that's another episode of Corner Spatey. Uh, thanks to Melty Brains for the theme song, New Dawn. It is a bop. Go support them. And yeah, that's it. See you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.